podcast is not an offer, solicitation or recommendation of any services or products and any listener should seek independent advice before making any investment decision. We are back. Rory, how much did you miss that music? Oh, Fred, it's been a um, it's been a long time coming, the second series of our podcast. But um, <laughs> it's talk about a long time, two and a half months. Two and a half months. I suppose we had kind of real kind of second season syndrome, didn't we? Or second al- album syndrome. We um we saw Adele was releasing her her, what, her fourth or her fifth album, and we just weren't prepared to kind of come back with our next um our next podcast series um until we'd kind of figured out exactly what we wanted and what and what the, the listeners wanted. Yeah, I mean, with with Adele and Coldplay both coming out, you know, we didn't want to cram the airwaves. I think. No, not. You know, there's only all. so much entertainment that, that that the listeners can take at once. No, yeah, exactly. Well, Fred, talk to me about what's happened since the um, since the last pod in um, in the summer, 27th of July. Oh, all sorts has happened, Roy. Um, the FTSE All World is flat. The American markets, the S and P 500, is flat. And believe it or not, the UK market, the FTSE 100, is actually up a little bit. Okay, so, so when, when we were talking about sell in May and come back on um, St Ledger's Day um, at the end of the last podcast, that that wouldn't have held sway, would it? Mm, I mean, to be honest, you, you you wouldn't have missed out on a great deal. <laughs> I, no, I, uh, UK market, there's been, there's been loads of IPOs actually heading for a record year. I think all the, uh, this is probably going too far back, but IPOs that were put off post Brexit when everyone was so worried about UK politics. Uh, and then put off in obviously a year of COVID, suddenly all going through, and the you know, brokers are having a, a hell of a year. No, it's been a very busy year for the um, for the investment banks, and 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 we can see that through their results, um, as we come into the kind of the earnings seasons, which is about to arrive. But um, Fred, let's go back to where it all began, and and um, tell me where's GameStop at the moment? Uh, a little trip down memory lane. A little trip down back, memory back lane, to exactly. Our roots. Um, yeah, GameStop and the meme stops. So uh, stocks. Uh, so we did our first pod on the 12th of Feb 21, Rory, a great day. Uh, when GameStop, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll remember that. So for, for new listeners, let's hope we got a few. Uh, GameStop are, are, are the US, what would you call it? Like the US equivalent of game that we have in the UK. So kind of retro. It's, like a, it's a bricks and mortars video game retailer. Yeah, yeah exactly. And and uh, obviously uh, bricks and mortars uh, video games, not 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 what you'd call a structural growth market. Uh, their stock price in the states had gone from three dollars, where it had it had just been going down and down and down, all the way up to three hundred and fifty dollars at the end of January 2021. Obviously, Rory, you bought at the bottom and sold at the top, didn't you? Uh, no, I didn't actually. I didn't take part in it at all, Fred. I'm I, I'm a watcher of the meme stocks. Good not like well, take part. well, as we say in our recommend in our um, disclaimer at the start, this is not a recommendation, uh, so that's good. Can I say that was that was beautifully read. Thank you very much. Uh, I I, tr- I tried to put a bit of feeling behind it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so GameStop went from three dollars up to three fifty, back down to fifty dollars when we did our pod, and where where is it now? It, the share price has tripled. Back to 183. Oh my goodness! So, and um, the Reddit community is still um, having fun and games. Yeah, yeah, and um, it, it, it the same ta- same's happened with uh, AMC, the US cinema chain. That well, that's went... because that's because James Bond's back out, Fred. Well, do they like do they like Bond as much over there? Yeah, sure they do. Who doesn't? 
yeah, when everyone loves Bond. Uh, yeah, AMC went from $2 all the way up to 60 then had a wobble at the same time as GameStop, but is now uh, back up at 40 So he's still way above where it was before. And same with good old BlackBerry. BlackBerry phones, you've still got yours, don't you, for, for your emails on the go? Uh, yeah, well, I'll, um, I'll um, BBM you um, after the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, after I'll the send you my, BB, my number. Uh, yeah, so BlackBerry, $4 up to 25 had a wobble and now uh, at a more modest 10 But, you know, essentially all of those, they've still done, they've still done really well. The Reddit, and, the Reddit warriors have, have um, they've had their or are having their victory. And the um, and the same as with um, with 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 um, Bitcoin as well, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Bitcoin's just it's it, it's going through the roof. It's it 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 just it just won't go down. It's back on the um, it's back over sixty thousand um, you know, to the dollar level. Um, and um, you know, that's um, it's also something which is um, which we keep an eye on, but you know, we don't. We don't actively take part, but you know. No, but well, well, hopefully, uh, maybe later this season, we, we might be able to get a uh, a Bitcoin warrior on. Oh, that'd be good. We get a crypto investor on. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, well, well, you know, if we can if we can drag them away from their from their piles of money. Um. So, um, Fred, talk to me about the um. You know, how's 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 the kind of general market mood as we kind of head into the new season of the podcast and head into the fourth quarter of the year. Well, yeah, I, I'd say it's, it's it's generally a bit trickier mood, I'd say. Um, just just markets and investors not really sure where we're at with COVID rates uh, heading into the winter with with inflation. We'll, we'll, we'll come on to uh, with China, with 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 what central banks are going to do with rates. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not quite this wonderful uh, line in the sand world of reopening that, that we are hoping for. Um yeah, that's, well, uh, yeah, I, my you know, phone going off in the background. Um, God, you're out of practice, Fred. Um, oh. you've got to, um, you know, I think inflation is is the thing that everyone's talking about. It's supply chain issues and 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 inflation. And you know, is this stuff transitory or is it structural? Because um, over the course of the summer and um, at Jackson Hole in um in the in was that in July? July or August. Mm, August, I reckon. In August, um, you know, all the central bankers and and um, and and you know, the big wigs in the in the kind of macroeconomic world were talking about this inflation being transitory. We're actually, you know, we're now seeing this inflation to be slightly more structural. And and you know, we're, we're seeing it everywhere, Fred. Aren't we? You, you were only saying to me yesterday that you hadn't received my lovely thank you letter because there's no postman in Shepherd's Bush. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, or just first on Jackson Hole, do you, do, do you think we, we'll be allowed a, a strategy day in, in Colorado this year? Um, that, actually, that, that, that's that's essentially what it is. Yeah, well, I was actually discussing, I think maybe we could do a live pod from Jackson Hole, but let's start <laughs> let's start at Davos um, in, in February because yeah, okay, humble um, the beginning. it's a bit closer. Yeah, OK. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I mean, it's all it's it's all a, a bit of a pain in the ass, really. Um whether I mean I I flew back from uh, from Sicily the other day and it took me two hours to get through the border, uh, and then nobody even checked my uh, passenger locator form that I'd uh, you know agonised over. There's uh, <laughs> there's no post in Shepherd's Bush because they they fired all the people in the sorting house during COVID and and now there's nobody to take up the jobs. Uh, so sort of the whether it's queuing for petrol, I mean they 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 seem to be doing a bit better on that, but. The, the the price of 
price of an Uber went went through the roof. Um, price it's, of it's all, price it's of any all, skilled labour. Yeah, it, it's all linked, isn't it? You know, it's this labour. I mean, is it a labour shortage or it's kind of trans? It's a well, it was transition. It's a structural move of labour away from um, where it had been before status quo to new industries, which is causing inflation. So, for a classic example is um, with HGV drivers during the pandemic lots of HGV drivers became Amazon or DPD or Hermes drivers because, you know, for them it was much easier. They could just rock up to the distribution centre every day and then t- come home every night and they and they got paid really well for it. So what happened? We have a shortage of HGV drivers. You know, of course, there's the whole Brexit ar- argument as well. Um, and then all of a sudden now HGV driving companies are paying, they're going to start paying, you know, their drivers, you know, wages kind of, you know, over 60, 65 grand or so. And then now what we're seeing is a shortage of bus drivers because bus drivers have HGV licenses. So they're now going to, you know, earn more money being HGV drivers. So, oh. you know, we'll, we'll slowly see that. And we've seen the same with, with Uber drivers. Um, you know, in, in London, it's almost impossible to get an Uber at the moment. Uh, and that's because these Uber drivers have, have moved on to becoming um, delivery drivers or um, or kind of Amazon drivers or, or so on. So, it's um it's 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 this kind of interesting facet where you know the, the, we want to be a skilled economy um but you know the skilled labour in this in this new post Brexit skilled economy can 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 really kind of name their price and the, and the government have to kind of get a handle on this. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a, an interesting example uh, that we were discussing the other day was uh, was ASOS mm. uh, who who had a profit warning the other day so it's where, where where they came to the market and they said that it's it, it's going to be uh, a, a tricky year for them ahead uh, and that's a classic example of what you're talking about in terms of labour reshuffling but also uh, a bit of anti-globalisation if that's uh, um, not too catchy a term but. But basically, in their in their statement, ASOS said that demand's been pretty good. I mean, as you'd expect, you know, you'd you'd expect ASOS to do well in the world when uh, people haven't been going to the shops. And they said that sales were up 21% over last year, which is all very good. But they said that it's the costs and the logistics side that's really hitting them. So the price of everything from shipping uh, to to labour and just general delays and actually getting getting product to market. Um, be, means that for the next 12 months they're going to have less clothes to sell, uh, and and their actual cost base is going to go up. So so at, actually, I mean, um, they've they've had a bit of a shocker. Their their chairman and 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 their CEO have both stepped down. But it's it's it, it's not just an ASOS. Where it's it's all sorts of companies. Whether it's uh, whether it's a Unilever or or a Heineken or or an Amazon, like, like you said, it's 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 these big global businesses. Uh, that, that are finding this this reopening of the economy, um, you know, tricky. So, you know, to, to kind of, you know, to to, to, to to kind of sum it up or kind of, you know, make it easier and say in layman's terms, what we're seeing is um, kind of supply chain issues or input cost issues kind of rising, inflation rising. And, and if companies want to maintain their margins, they have to pass on those price rises to, um, consumers to customers you know such as us so that means we start seeing in, in inflation in in the price of you know anything and everything we buy um and then yeah you know fred you do, what comes with inflation and what the central banks been talking about and the bank of england been leading, uh, leading to well, good quiz this um it's higher rates but let's not talk about that too much rory because uh, we've got to remember that our least popular podcast in the last season was our, our podcast on inflation and rates. 
Oh yeah, okay, no, <laughs> that is very um, so true. Let's, let's uh, save that. For, let's let's, let's save, that save that one when we get the um, governor of Bank of England on for our podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, maybe we can meet Mark Carney at Davos this year. Well, that is the um, that is that's the goal. That's the goal. Um, season but, the season finale. But Fred, um, how we mitigate inflation is by owning businesses with um, pricing power, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it's it's business that businesses that that can tread that line between not ripping off your customers, but having a product which the customer really wants uh, and is necessary, wh- wh- whether that's that the it's uh, a great brand that, that, that people are loyal to or technology uh, or, 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 or even like intellectual property like you, you'd have with, um, with a drugs company, you know, have something which the customer genuinely wants and is happy to pay a reasonable price for and, and a price that will increase with inflation or maybe slightly above it. But crucially, you, you, you don't want a company that's just going to try and riff off their, their customer in, in any one year and just, just ramp the rates up like, uh, like various utilities companies um, might have, uh, have done in the past, in the past, let's say. Exactly. Uh, but you've, you've been having a look at the price of Guinness, haven't you? Well, uh, I've probably created my Excel Magnus Opus over the course of, um, of the summer. And um, um, for listeners that haven't seen it, it's, um, it's on my um, September or October uh, UK equity um, commentary. And it's the price of Guinness, the price of a pint of Guinness versus a UK rate of inflation since 1899. So um, I found a, um, a, a, a a Guinness chart which had the price of a pint of Guinness in 1899. The price of a pint of Guinness was, um, Fred, how much was it? What was it? I mean, surely it was an old money. So, I mean, a penny. It was 3D. I'm not really too sure what that means, but it was it was <laughs> it was. If no one knows what 3D it means, please um, send us an email at, at um, podcast at church-house.co.uk. But in new money, Fred, the, that was one denarius, right? Sorry, denarius. Uh, I don't. I know what denarii. I've no idea. Um, I think maybe a shilling or something. Um, but so in 1899, it was one and a half p. All the way up today. We're at six pounds twenty-five, so that's you know an increase of sixty-two thousand five hundred percent, you know, over the course of one hundred and twenty-two years, um, and that's at the Guinea Grill, our um, local um, hostillery in um, Mayfair. Um, I'm not sure we're allowed to advertise, are we? Yeah, no, uh, I don't think it's advertising actually, Fred. Okay. Um, it's an endorsement. Um, and um, if you look at the chart, you can see this outstripped the UK pace of um, the cost of living, which which we've called kind of, you know, it's basically um, inflation. And um, on the chart, the price of the price of Guinness has, has, has kind of across every period, whether it be boom or bust um, or, uh, you know, rampant inflation or rampant kind of stagflation, deflation, the price of the price of Guinness has always outstripped the um, UK kind of cost of living. Um, um, so I think, you know, what, what what can we kind of draw from that chart, Fred? My magnet's well, opus. Well, I, I mean, I, I think we can draw from it that you're probably not going to write about anything for a long time other than that. The, <laughs> the, the, the amount of time you put into that and the amount of articles you've, you've got out of it so far. Um, it's, you've probably got another six months in that chart, don't you? Oh, at least, at least. It's the 2021 version of Bounce Back, Fred. OK, nice, nice. OK, well, having said we would move on from inflation, there's another five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so just uh, probably last thing we want to touch on uh, before we wrap up is probably uh, China. China's been uh, increasingly tricky this year. 
um, for for listeners who, who are interested uh, and haven't been following, it's well worth giving having a Google of Evergrande, the the Chinese property giant. Uh, that I mean, in any other country other, other than China, it would be an economic disaster, don't you think, Roy? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I want to be careful about what I say here, but basically, it sounds like that all these Chinese um, citizens have been forward paying for their Evergrande, you know, flats in 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 in, in satellite cities across China. And um, Evergrande and using that money to finance the next set of flats under construction, um, and then all of a sudden the, um, the 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 huge amount of debt they carried was 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 starting to become unserviceable, so they um, they defaulted. Is that, is that is that kind of correct, Fred? Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I mean, um, so long 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 and ongoing story short, but it turns out that China's biggest property de- developer uh, have been very very crooked uh, and are 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 basically bust you know they've 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 not been paying their debt off and uh the chinese government is doing their absolute best to to sweep it under the carpet because if you end up with many millions of chinese people losing their deposit and not being given a given a house uh or a flat uh they're going to be they're going to be pretty cross uh but yeah on 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 top of that the uh the communist party have really been throwing their weight around and letting uh letting capitalists within China know who's boss uh, with what they call the the common prosperity drive, which has really spooked the market. And the, there are lots of lots of strands to that. And, and there will be many more. Uh, but a couple of examples would be that they've banned children from playing computer games for great chunks of of the week, which uh, would have had you throwing your toys out of the pram, Roy. <laughs> right. uh, if you weren't able to play generally rugby or Brian Lara cricket, I think you would have been pretty, pretty, um, pretty cross. Uh, they, they banned companies uh, from making profit in the education sector, uh, which was a, a massive and, and, and very popular sector, particularly for overseas investors, actually. So a lot of people have had their hands burnt there. Uh, and just generally, uh, if you're the boss uh, of one of the Chinese tech giants, uh, Baidu, Alibaba, Tencent, one of those, your your life has been tough, uh, in despite your billions, uh, and and it, it's not looking to to to, to get any easier. So I, I I just think you know let's not go into too much on China now, but I I think it's it's been a real reminder that it, that China isn't a capitalist market, and overseas buyers be warned. Very apt, Fred. But you know, underlying, you know, in the state of kind of global markets, it's not it's not all bad news, is it? You know, um, we're in earnings season, and so far, um, just under ten percent of the S and P five hundred have reported their um, Q three numbers. Um, and of those ten percent, at least eighty percent of the companies have um, have beaten expectations on both earnings and and revenues. So, um, you know, these businesses are making money still. Yeah. Yeah, and for for all the worries that that, that we've outlined, yeah, you know, we we are still in a recovery situation, uh, and you've got to hope that actually there's there's a lot of innovation that that's that's going to come come out of the last eighteen months, and and that that these short term supply chain issues, etc., that 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 it's a bottleneck rather than a long term thing, and 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 that we're we're going to work through it, and 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 onwards and upwards. Um, uh, yeah. Good. 
Good, 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 Fred. So looking forward, um, you know, what have we got of the rest of the um, the rest of, of of season two, the second album? Yeah, the second album. Yeah. So Rory, we're going to be widening our horizons this time. We're going to be looking uh, for a couple of interesting guests. I think uh, we're going to be embracing our millennial roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking for uh, investors in 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 you know, you know diff, different asset classes to us. So whether that's wine, art, renewable energy, crypto, like we spoke about, gaming, perhaps uh, the future of transport. You want to know when we're going to have flying cars, don't you? Of course. Uh, yeah, much, much more. But, you, you know, I'm, are we ever going to be able to uh, eclipse um, Merck and, and, and Shakira? Um, well, you know, that, you know that is the, um, that's the aim, isn't it? You know, always kind of set the bar higher than the last bar you set. Yeah, and what a live show at the Empire to finish the season? That or Davos. Dav- yeah, <laughs> well, maybe both. We'll see. Uh, okay, Rory. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure being back. Uh, can you remember the email for for uh, questions to be sent into? Yeah, um, and uh, if you can answer our question, what what does what's three D stand for in in old money? You can send that to um, podcast at church house dot co dot uk. Um, And we look forward to hearing from you. Fantastic. Wonderful to be back. All right. Thanks, Brad. Cheers.